The Holy Gospel according to Luke, the 10th chapter. Just then a lawyer stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he said, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said to him, what is written in the law? What do you read there? He answered, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and your neighbor as yourself. And Jesus said to him, You have given the right answer. Do this, and you will live. But wanting to justify himself, the lawyer asked Jesus, And who is my neighbor? Jesus replied, A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell into the hands of robbers, who stripped him, beat him, and went away, leaving him half dead. Now by chance a priest was going down that road, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. So likewise a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, while traveling, came near him, and when the Samaritan saw him, he was moved with pity. He went to him and bandaged his wounds, having poured oil and wine on them. Then he put him on his own animal, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. The next day the Samaritan took out two denarii, gave them to the innkeeper, and said, Take care of him, and when I come back, I will repay you whatever more you spend. Which of these three, do you think, was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of the robbers? The lawyer said, The one who showed him mercy. Jesus said to him, Go and do likewise. This is the Gospel of the Lord. You may be seated. God's beloved people, grace to you and peace from God, our Creator, and from our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. This parable of the Good Samaritan is one of the most well-known and beloved stories in the New Testament. We teach it to our children. We name hospitals and care centers after it. The parable teaches a simple, time-honored lesson of the faith. We are to care for our neighbor in need even if he is a stranger, even if she is someone we don't know or like. Jesus' story of the wounded man in the ditch and the compassionate Samaritan engages the imaginations of even our youngest members. But it isn't reserved for them. There is plenty of wisdom here, plenty of layers of meaning for those of us who are a bit older, who have been traveling this road of faith for more miles. The parable is a nested story, a story within a story. It begins when a lawyer approaches Jesus with a question. Now, he wasn't a law and order kind of lawyer. He was an expert in Jewish law, in the Torah and its interpretation. Other places in scripture might refer to him as a scribe. Now, you might not notice this guy at first. He's kind of like backdrop to Jesus' famous story. But he actually plays an important role in understanding what this text is about. He asked a question that engaged Jesus, perhaps even intrigued him. Teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? It isn't the only time Jesus has asked this particular question. It seems there were many people surrounding Jesus who were genuinely concerned about matters of salvation, maybe even anxious about it. But that's not the case with this man. 
The question, we are told, was asked to test Jesus. So Jesus responded with a couple questions of his own. What is written in the law? What do you read there? Those are two different questions, aren't they? What is written in Scripture is not the same thing as how you read Scripture. How you read is a matter of interpretation. The lawyer quickly responded with an answer straight out of Torah. You should love the Lord your God with all your heart and your soul and your strength and your mind and your neighbor as yourself. Bravo, Jesus said. A plus. You know the great commandments. But the lawyer wasn't finished. He volleyed back. And who is my neighbor? It's clear the gospel writer doesn't want us to miss the lawyer's motives. He wanted to justify himself, the text reads, which means that his concern wasn't really about his neighbor. It was about his own righteousness or perhaps about Jesus' understanding of righteousness. We don't know who this particular lawyer was. Had he been part of the crowd following Jesus, listening to him preach and teach? Was he nervous about what he heard? Afraid that he hadn't understood his religious tradition properly? Or was he upset that Jesus wasn't honoring their common tradition? That he was playing fast and loose with Jewish teaching? Jesus and the lawyer read the same sacred texts. However, they may have read them through different lenses. I don't know. I don't know enough about this man. But I think it's safe to say when we listen to Jesus preaching and teaching that he favored an interpretation of Torah that led to more compassion rather than less compassion. He wasn't interested in offering a definition of neighbor that would draw a line between us and them, neighbor and not neighbor. So he told a story instead. It's a story in which the character least concerned with the letter of the law did the best job fulfilling the spirit of the law. The Samaritan put his whole being on the line, his safety, his reputation, his pocketbook. He put it all on the line in order to care for the one lying wounded in a ditch. The characters in the story who are most concerned with the letter of the law, the priest and the Levite, They don't look so good. For whatever reason, and speculation abounds, some of it really bad, they pass by on the side of the road without stopping to render aid. The hero of Jesus' story is the despised one. You probably know that Samaritans were looked down upon by many, viewed as unrighteous and unclean. Ironic, isn't it? The one least concerned with righteousness does the righteous thing. The not-neighbor does the neighborly thing. The unholy one turns out to be the vessel of divine love and compassion. I wonder how this story landed in the lawyer's ears. He may not have appreciated the irony. Or maybe Jesus' parable provided him with new lenses, a new vision of what divine love and neighbor love look like. Stories have that power. Maybe this little tale helped him see the ditch he had fallen into, the ditch of self-righteousness, 
the ditch of power and privilege and the tendency these things have to blind us to how the Spirit of God is at work. In his pursuit to inherit eternal life, it seems a lawyer may have missed the life God freely offers, a life in which the love and compassion of God are freely received and then freely shared, a life in which there are no tests to pass, no hurdles we need to clear in order to be recipients of God's mercy, a life in which divine love and the opportunity to be healed break in on us in unexpected ways through surprising people. I wonder if the lawyer caught this vision. He might have, because when Jesus asked him to point to the neighbor in the story, the lawyer said it was the one who showed mercy. Perhaps God's wisdom had broken in on him, like a hand reaching out to pull him from the ditch, to free him, to put him back on the path of life. We don't know what happens to him. Like so many Bible characters, he disappears off the page. But I like to think that his eyes and his imagination were opened that day, that he caught a glimpse of the generous possibilities of the reign of God. I know my eyes are opened by this story. In it I see Christ as the Samaritan, the one who finds us in those places where we are stuck or beaten up or broken, the one who lifts us out of the ditches time and again. With tender love, he tends our wounds with the healing balm of God's mercy. He sets us back on the road of life, eternal life, the fullness of life that God desires for all of us. Then he calls us to share that same compassion and care with others without thought or regard for whether they are one of us or one of them. All those barriers we erect have no place in the reign of God. Freely have God's gifts been granted, and freely are they given. Thanks be to God. Amen.